You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. You have tuned in to Changing Lives. Changing Lives? We are changing it with the Word of God. So we thank God for you joining in with us doing this podcast. I'm uh, delighted to share with you doing this podcast, um, kind of connecting to the previous podcast that's been dealing with hearing uh, the voice of God. And this one is, do you see what I'm saying? And I know some of you are already thinking, oh, yeah, but let me tell you where this came from. It's very powerful. Um, actually, the, one of the first podcasts that I, I did, I believe it came from out of that as far as um, in Habakkuk where um, Habakkuk was was saying that I'm going to stand at my post and watch to see what he's saying. And so I had mentioned a little bit about it, but in the middle of the night, the Holy Spirit just kept ringing that in my spirit. See what the Lord is saying. See what the Lord is saying. And so um, oftentimes what I do is I will listen to, if I like wake up like really super early and I'm not really ready to get out of bed, but I'm not really falling back to sleep. Sometimes I'll get up and pray, but sometimes I'll put uh, my AirPods in my ear and I will listen to the word um, uh, being played. And so I'll, uh, so I have an app that will play various scriptures and sometimes I'll, you know, listen to different ones, some on meditation, some on worship, some on the word, some on peace, just different things. And so, um, and so this one actually was actually on meditating. And so the scripture that popped out was, um, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And so that scripture actually came from out of Psalms 19.14. And, and so that turned in my spirit and I immediately connected it to um, Habakkuk with him saying, I will see what the Lord is saying. And so and, and in this scripture, it talks about um, the Lord seeing what at the point, at this point, the psalmist sees. So David was saying, Lord, um, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. And so we see that um, how the, what comes out of our mouth or what is spoken, um, actually, you can see that. And so and we'll get into it in a little bit. But so the message, uh, the podcast uh, today is about seeing what God says. OK, and I don't know if years ago there used to be this commercial that talked about. E.F. Hutton, when E.F. Hutton speaks, you know, um, everything stops. We listen. Right. And so that was, uh, I think, was some type of investment, you know, company that was that was their commercial. Um, uh, and so um, but I think that way when God speaks, when God speaks, we ought to stop. We ought to listen and nothing else matters when God is speaking. And so um you know, as uh, I was listening to uh, actually Bishop min ministering just last night and he was ministering on faith, a powerful word on faith and and how God is up to something. There's some things that God is doing one thing fast on the heels of another. 
And so our faith needs to be on guard where we're ready to just step out on faith and believe um, the miraculous, the uh, impossible, because God is prime and ready. He's waiting on us, really. And so one of the scriptures that Bishop used was from Hebrews eleven three, where it talks about through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And so that immediately just sparked something in me where it connected to seeing what the Lord has to say and the meditations of my heart and the words that come out of my mouth being something that's acceptable in God's sight. So what God sees come out of my my mouth and out of my heart, I want it to be acceptable to him. So God's able to, so not only we are able to see what God says, God is able to see what we say. And, um, And so it's so powerful. But when we look at this scripture in 11, uh, Hebrews 11, 3, it connects to the very first uh, scripture in Genesis when God created the world, right? It makes reference to that. But if you go back to Genesis, the first chapter, it begins to talk about how the earth was uh, void. It was full of darkness and there was nothing. But what began to happen was the spirit of God began to move upon the face of the earth. And then God, as the spirit, his spirit began to move upon the face of the earth, he began to speak forth what? Light and life. He spoke, let there be light. And there that light came into being. He spoke forth uh, and and he called things into existence. He called things by their name. And so that whole first chapter of Genesis shows the power of God's voice, but also it sets the stage for our life and for our encounter with God and for for how God wants us to operate um, in this realm. So he was operating in the earth realm. He was setting it up. He was calling those things that, um, you know, there weren't into existence that had never existed. He called it into existence. So to me, that was hard, difficult things that, had never happened before, but he called it into existence. The stars, the 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 moon, the sun, the the waters, the firmament, the 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 creatures, the creation. He called us forth uh, through our uh, through Adam and Eve, and and so all of this he spoke into existence. Why? Because what he did was when the spirit of of uh, when his spirit was moving upon the face of the earth, everything had already existed in the spirit realm. You, the scripture that we that we so familiar with of the Lord's Prayer, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's already done in heaven. It's already flowing in heaven. It already exists in heaven. And God just allowed his spirit to move in the earth realm. And then he began to call it forth. So really what he was saying is, you What's already in heaven, let it be done here on earth. So he said, let there be light. There was already light in heaven. So he said, let it be here on earth. There was already uh, the sun, the moon, the stars, all of this stuff was already happening, had already existed in the spirit realm in heaven. And he called it forth glory to God. And so God is setting the stage for us to, to see 
what he's saying and connect to the fact that there are things that already exist in the spirit realm. And we have the ability or the power to um, to take what's in the spirit realm and by the power of our voice, by the power of what we speak out, we're able to cause things to come into existence. God was our example. He set the stage. He showed us how to do it. So, and you know, and so in the scripture in Habakkuk, in Habakkuk, um, as uh, chapter two, verse one, uh, Habakkuk, he's been he has been trained to recognize this is how God operates. He says something and he does it. So that means if he says something, you better be looking to see the results of what God said. And so and so if we go to Jeremiah, Jeremiah was in a situation where he was being called into ministry. And I want us to 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 just spend a little bit of time um, with Jeremiah, uh, the first chapter in Jeremiah, because it really helps us to see even more in depth how powerful it is when God speaks something, because we've been learning in these previous podcasts about voices and about being able to differentiate between what voice we need to follow. Um, certainly, we need to follow the voice of God. We need to follow the voice of the Good Shepherd, right? And we recognize, you know, um, through through the Word of God, how we can call out, that's the voice of Satan, or that's my voice, that's the voice of my flesh, or that's the voice of my conscience, just things through my experience, through what, through, 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 um, what I've experienced, then now my voice is speaking loud to say, don't do this, or, you know, you, you're going to fail, or because this happened this way before, you're not going to be able to do it. So there, there's the voice of God, there's our voice and the voice of Satan, but we learn through it all how to hone in to the voice of God. So I want you to go back and listen to those podcasts, because this is going to set you up that the only voice that really matters more than anything in this earth realm is the voice of God. Now, we thank God that we have people who can speak into our lives, our pastors, our apostles, our, um, you know, our, our mothers, our fathers, our, our spiritual people, even, you know, my children speak into my life, you know, so that's all wonderful, but you can best believe if you go back to the podcast where it talks about putting a filter on it, you can best believe I'm using filters to make sure that they pass the litmus test, that it sounds like the voice of God, right? Okay. And so as we get into the word of God, in Jeremiah, we see that Jeremiah is learning um, that when God speaks something, no matter what has happened, no matter what it looks like, you can best believe it's coming to pass. Amen. And so we go to Jeremiah, the first chapter, and we start out at the fourth verse. And this is God speaking to Jeremiah. And he says, then the word of the Lord came to me. This is Jeremiah telling the story of how God spoke to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now, we can just put a pen right there because God knows our beginning from the end. Even before we began, he knew us. 
Come on now. Who else do you know knows us like that? Okay, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your husband, they may know a whole lot about you, but there is nobody that knows you like God knows you, knows things about you that nobody else knows about you. Why? Because he formed us, he fashioned us, and he placed certain things on the inside of us. Amen. Verse six says, then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a you. So immediately Jeremiah, uh, he's coming back with uh, the voice of his flesh, his voice that he's looking at. Oh, I'm young. You're telling me you get you, you're calling me for if you're telling me all these things that are in me. But um, but you're speaking to me. I'm too young for this. I'm too young for you to speak to me. And so but, you know. He, through learning the voice of God, had to recognize the voice, your voice is, is, is not the most important voice. So it doesn't matter what, 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 what you see in the flesh. It doesn't matter what you see in the natural. We need to hone in to the voice of God. And so, so then in the seventh verse, God comes back at the voice that's coming out of Jeremiah's flesh, right? And it says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am you, I am a youth, for you shall go all, you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. This is the Lord speaking. This is the Lord telling Jeremiah. I don't care what your flesh says. I don't care what you're afraid of. I don't care what failures have happened. When I speak, if I say something is going to come to pass, it's going to come to pass. And so this is what God is trying to align uh, Jeremiah with his voice that don't listen to your voice. Don't listen to even the voices of other people that are saying that you, you're not capable. You're not qualified. You don't have what it takes. No, listen to the voice of God. Amen. The ninth verse says this, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Oh my God. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Now, come on now. So we've connect all this, that if God was able to, from out of his words, which he's Grabbing from heaven, his spirit is speaking forth uh, uh, what's in his spirit, what's in the spirit realm that he lives in. His voice speaks forth and frames the world. So God touches Jeremiah's mouth. He puts his hand on his mouth and he touches his mouth and he says, now I have put in you my words. God put his words into Jeremiah's mouth. Uh-oh. So now you're talking about a weapon, <laughs> glory to God, a weapon that not only that, you know, because God is not not speaking to us in audible voice. I mean, there may be some encounters here and there that people may have some experiences where, but the voice that we hear in this earth realm from God is usually spoken through man, spoken through those who are called, those who God has put his hands on their mouths and put his word in their mouth. And so, so, so God is passing that baton. All right. He's passing that baton. He's saying, now I want you to take what I have, what I'm capable of doing, my ability, my might, my power, my force, my weapon. I'm giving it to you 
to for now for you to use. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so then in the 10th verse, it goes to say, see, I have this day set you over the nations in the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. And so, so that is God calling Jeremiah and letting him know, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what failures you have. I don't care how young you have, uh, you, you are, I don't care which, what, what you're afraid of. I don't care if you're afraid of the unknown has never been done this way before. I don't care. I put your word, put my word in your mouth. And now this is what I need you to do. I need you to do some work. I need you to root up some things. I need you to pull down some things, destroy some things, throw down, build and plant. Glory to God. Oh my goodness. I'm getting excited because God has the ability to plant. If you go to Isaiah, Isaiah, it talks about how his word doesn't go out and return unto him void, right? His word, uh, he uses uh, planting flowers and seeds as an analogy of the power that's in his word. Glory to God. Oh my goodness. And so he says, you know, the, you know, you, you, you'll see, you know, the grass, you know, the seeds planted and, and the rain will come and, and you will see things begin to grow up out of the earth. And he said, so shall my word be that goes forth from out of my mouth, that it won't return unto me void, but it will accomplish that which I sent for it to do. So this is that very same word that's placed on the inside of Jeremiah. Come on now. Come on now, preacher. Come on now, minister. Come on now, woman of God, man of God. Come on, pastor. Come on, apostle. God has put the word, his word in our mouths. And it's because he's seeing that my word has the ability. It has the potency like a seed that when I planted into the ground, come on now, where is his word going to go? His word is looking for the soul, the soul of our hearts, the soul of the hearts of man. Glory to God. That's why the word needs to be preached. That's why the word needs to go forth. Because once it's planted in the hearts of man, what's going to happen? It's going to produce a harvest. It's going to produce fruit. It's going to produce increase uh, upon increase um, prosperity and goodness, fruit, fruit that's productive, glory to God. And so, so this is what is in Jeremiah's mouth. And this is what's in my mouth. This is what's coming out of my mouth right now. The word of God, the powerful word of God that's taken root in you to encourage you, to let you know, hallelujah, that you have a force on the inside of you when you get the word on the inside of you. Oh, glory to God. When the word of God comes forth, hallelujah. And so when we look at this encounter that Jeremiah had with God, God began to ask Jeremiah. He said, um, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? So he was beginning to use this encounter with Jeremiah as a precept, an example that he himself don't just take, you know, the fact that I place my word in you. Now that I place my word in you, now you got to begin to look to see, look for results 
expect something to happen. When you plant a seed in the natural, I'm working with my daughter, Mariah, and we're planting uh, sunflower seeds, you know, and we just planted it in the soil. We watered it. So in a couple of days, I'm looking to see, is something happening? Am I going to see a blade? And I'm going to see, you know, uh, 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 something sprout out of that seed. It, something better happen or else I have a bad bunch of seeds. Okay. But we know the word of God is good seed, right? And so, so, so God is, is, is coming to Jeremiah and asking Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? And he said, I see an almond branch. <laughs> then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. God watches over his word to perform it. Now, there's two things that I see in this. Okay, first of all, when this this something symbolic about this almond branch, you know, when when, when you look at the almond branch, it's actually a symbol of 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 of, of change of of something springing forth. Because um, in Israel, when they have olive branches, like right now during this season where we're shifting into spring, right? And so, but theirs begins to shift early, like during the latter part of the winter. And their almond trees begin to show signs of things beginning to spring forth and to bud forth. And so, so God is showing Jeremiah this almond branch as a symbolic symbol of his word that when you see this almond branch, it symbolizes what's happening with my word. You're seeing things spring forth. It's not just a tree. It's not dormant, but no, there's something that's happening. And so just like for us doing us this season right now, what's happening? You go outside. Don't you, you know, God's already slowed us down. So hopefully you haven't gotten back into being so busy that you can't recognize that God is speaking through nature. So go outside and look at the trees, look at what's budding, look at what's beginning to spring forth out of the ground. Already daffodils are beginning to bring, spring forth. Yellow daffodils are beginning to spring forth out of the ground. Tulips are going to begin to spring forth out of the ground. You look at the trees, the leaves are beginning to bud. And so, so this is a symbol that something is happening. Come on, the message that Bishop ministers about faith and how he goes to Romans, the first chapter, the 17th verse, and he reads how our faith grows from faith to faith. If you go to the Amplified Version where it talks about how it's springing forth, it 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 it, it causes things to spring forth, that one faith arouses another faith to 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 spring forth, right? And so um it's the same thing. God is showing us something. God is letting us know it's not just, oh, just spring happens, you know. Okay, we have summer, then we have fall, then we have winter, then we have spring. No, there's always something happening, glory to God, that correlates in the spirit realm. So we need to look to see what God is saying, even in the natural things that God is doing. But what is God saying in the spirit realm? And so, but look, look at this. The seed that's been planted in your heart, the word of God that you've been hearing, hallelujah, you need to look over that word and see what's happening, glory to God. This is God's word. God is watching over it to see, to see, okay, it's going to, it's going to happen. 
If I'm say if I speak a thing, it's going to happen. So listen, listen to this in the Amplified version. He says, "Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see?" And I said, "I see a branch, or a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity, blossoming in late winter." Then said the Lord to me, "You have seen well, for I am alert and active." watching over my word to perform it. God is watching over his word. He's going to perform it. It's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. So if you know for sure, you got confirmation. God spoke. He said this to me. He's telling me to do this. He's leading me this way. He's planted a seed in your heart. That word that comes forth from your man of God, your woman of God, your apostle, it's been planted in your heart. Oh my goodness, you better look for it to come to pass. God is watching over. He's making sure. You know, um, you know when you're over something, when you oversee something, a project or something, you, 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 and you have people that are working under you and you give them assignment to do something, you know, some people you can kind of trust to, you know, to take it and run with it and get it done. But for some, you have to kind of go back and follow up with them and see, okay, I'm ins- inspecting what I'm expecting to happen. And that's what God does with his word. He's watching over. He's looking to see. I'm looking to see if what I said going to happen is happening. Okay, because if it's not happening, he's going to shift something. He's going to do he he's going to make it work together. Hallelujah to come to pass cuz God is not a man. He's not a man that he should lie and he's not going to lie. Amen. And so I want to encourage you that in this season, you know, I remember a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, really in the in in the fall, I was looking at the trees and I was seeing how they were barren, how how um the leaves had fallen and and they just look so bare, you know, and, and they look so, you know, sad looking, you know, and almost depressed looking, you know. But, you know, God quickly spoke in my spirit. He said, you can best believe that there's something that's happening because my word is quick, it's powerful, it's alive, it's active, it's alert. There's always something happening, just like a tree, just like that almond tree that he made reference to in Jeremiah. Um it may at one point look like nothing has happened, but now we're at this verge where you're about to see something's been happening all along. So I'm here to encourage you to let you know that it's it's going to come to pass. You just got to watch and wait and see and look with expectation that this thing is going to happen. Okay, where you know in your spirit, oh, it's going to happen. You can't convince me otherwise that it's not going to happen. I trust God. I believe God that he what he said will happen, will happen. So, hey, do you see what I'm saying now? (laughs) Hallelujah. Do you see that what was spoken into your life? Can you see it happen? Can you see things turning around and working out together for your good? Can you see your healing? Can you see your your family um, turning around? Can you see your your daughter um, lining up according to the will of God and, 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 and her life lining up to God's will and way? Can you see your job situation turning around? Can you see your finances turning around? You got to see it. You got to see yourself um, prospering. You got to see yourself healed. You got to see yourself because that lets me know you are lining up to the, how God operates, all right? That a seed is planted that you watch to see that it's going to produce 
what has been planted. Amen. So I know that this has been a blessing to you. So I want to encourage you that if this has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to share this message with somebody else. You know, there are people that need to hear this message because there have been people that have been very discouraged during this season. But come on now, God is coming through. He's pulling through for you. And we can see it even in nature that things are turning around and working out together for our good. So as this message has been a blessing to you, share it with somebody else. And then I need you to do three more things. I need you to like this message because that's going to cause it to reach more people. Then I need you to give me a comment. I want to know what the word of God has done for you. That's going to encourage me. But guess what else? It's going to encourage other people that read your comment. And then what I want you to do, if you haven't already subscribed to Alina Robertson Network, this is where it's the home of the Changing Lives podcast. So if you want to get an alert to know about when new podcasts come out, this do that. Subscribe and then also hit that bell. Then that way you will receive that alert that you need to know, hey, a new message is up. So I thank God that you tune in and I look forward to you tuning in to future podcasts. And listen, if you didn't listen to the previous ones, go back to listen to the other ones about the voice of God, hearing the voice of God, knowing the voice of God, all of those things. This is good stuff. Why is it good stuff? It's the word of God. It's a a seed and it's planted. And once it's planted, it produces a harvest. So be blessed and go and prosper in the word of God. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at Mount Gilead FGIM.